Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Scientists in Europe have found an unusual way to study how the climate is changing. As some areas of the planet grow warmer suddenly and others get colder, what can live in those climates change? And that's, for instance, why the Great Barrier Reef in Australia is in big trouble. The ocean there has gotten warmer. One of the biggest victims in the climate change, though, is insects. Nuisances for you and myself, but they are in fact vital to the food chain for everyone on the planet. Researchers in Denmark have collected data over the past 20 years to show how the insect population has fallen so dramatically in that country. The data was collected from the fronts of vehicles that have been out driving at speed on the highway. Yes, they're collecting and counting bug guts off the fronts of cars using a device they call a splatometer. <laughs> No, they're not. No, they are. Absolutely, a they splatometer. are. splatometer. They call it a splatometer. That's something I would come up with, a splatometer. <laughs> I have noticed, though, Cliff, yeah. that I rarely, I can't remember the last time I cleaned bugs off of my car windshield. You know, at the gas station? Yeah. I used to do it all the time. Cost 168 between Owensville and Fort Branch yeah. used to be like, I don't know, the place where bugs go to die. <laughs> On the front of your windshield. Yes, and now you rarely ever run into huh. any bugs there. Interesting. I hate that anyway. That splattery, splattery, that? splatter. Oh. I'm not a big bug fan either. <laughs> I would like them a lot better if their legs weren't so sticky. You know, they all got <laughs> sticky legs <laughs> to <laughs> cling to things. So well, when they get me, on yeah, you, it's necessary that they do that. I yes. know. I would like them better <laughs> if they weren't so sticky. Lots of things I would like better if they weren't Just so sticky. Think of all the ways people would like you better. If I wasn't so sticky. <laughs> I'd like this console if the buttons weren't so sticky Agreed. this morning for yes. some reason. Ugh. I was born holding a microphone and wearing headphones, and my mom was freaked out about the whole thing. <laughs> She was an RN and never seen nothing like it before, Cliff. Well, and she or was a nurse. Yes. She worked in delivery, did she not, yes. for many years? For many years. <laughs> I think she held that against me, too, for the rest well, of my life. You know, mothers have a tendency to do that. <laughs> they do, Because yes. my mom still talks about the size my head was when I was born. So, And you had headphones on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your mom complaining about, huh? Exactly. If you would look at our texting this morning, yeah. you will see on there that numerous folks mm -hmm. have texted in asking yeah. you not to post that picture well, on our Facebook that. page. A whole yes. Don't post. Well, I've been working on posting the picture, but I've been, you know, busy preparing the newscast. But I've already basically committed to posting it following the 7 o'clock news, I, now haven't I? Well, you can always I mean, change we your can, mind. We know. Well, we. We've been talking about this for a number of days. I have mentioned to our wonderful listeners <laughs> yes. this morning, Cliff, yes. that mm -hmm. if you don't post the picture, they yeah. will all thank me later, over <laughs> so and over what, again. That's what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because of the picture. Well, what's wrong with the picture? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, you know exactly what's wrong with that picture. <laughs> I think the world needs to see that image. 
I don't think they need to see <laughs> no. that at all. I mean, it might hurt. Sometimes, you know, the realities of life are difficult to process. This may very well be one of those, but it's something that needs to be seen. We, this is a story of a man doing something that no one had ever done before. Colin O'Brady is a man who literally has been everywhere and done everything. In fact, he's one of the few people in existence who's been to the North Pole, the South Pole, and the summit of Mount Everest. But there was one thing left to do, and that's why in the fall of 2018, he loaded up a 400-pound sled, put on his cross-country skis, and started walking. 54 days and 932 miles later, he had completed walking across the entirety of the continent of Antarctica. It was said to be the first time anyone had done that without having supplies brought to them along the way or without using a kite to get some aid from the wind. It sounds like something that could be told in a blockbuster film about survival on the edge, but O'Brady's memoir has some of the more gory details of the trip, as now interpreted by the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast! His food provisions for the journey were basically all protein bars created especially for the trip, designed to fuel the days of walking when he expected to burn 8,000 calories every day. They were meant to be carefully rationed out, and as it turns out, eating too many of them at once would fuel something else. That is, a massive wave of unscheduled diarrhea. That happened 15 days into his 54-day journey, which, by the way, was also a bad time to realize that while you'd packed 400 pounds of food, you only brought along one pair of underwear for the entire adventure. <laughs> Does anybody really ever schedule diarrhea? <laughs> I mean, do you write that down in your journal? <laughs> I suppose not. And I wonder, are these people that do all of this crazy stuff, Yeah. where do they get their money? What do they do for a living? Well, he had sponsors. Oh, somebody else paid. Someone his else, way. you know, these uh, energy bars that he had. <laughs> he had a sponsor who paid to make them and paid him to basically advertise along the trip. I see. So, so yeah. they basically they yeah energy bars are scheduling your diarrhea, <laughs> right. which probably isn't a good marketing ploy <laughs> <No>. for. <laughs> That's why we're not finding out about that until two years after it happened. <laughs> yeah, they're not real proud of that. Couldn't help yourself, could you, Cliff? We you just you couldn't help yourself. No don't idea. don't play stupid here. <laughs> I know. You did it. The picture. I asked I you not you, to. I told you I was going to do it. I know. I but I, It was kind of one of those things. It's like it's uh, like the stories of just in time for breakfast. Sometimes it's not pleasant, but people need to know these things go on. But this is Such a, is the case with this picture. It's a, just in time for breakfast that features oh, me, good, and I don't oh, like to Lord, be the it, feature. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that is not. That's worse, than, that's worse than a story about a guy walking across Antarctica with poopy underwear. Yes. Yes, it is. That's what I was trying to uh, spare everyone from this morning. That is not, Cliff, the costume that I ordered yeah. for the Polar Plunge on the 29th of this month. Yeah, because you said it was going to be like one of those, uh, like a caricature polar bear thing, like a full body costume. Yes. There's way too much of your body hanging out of that costume. Way, way, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, uh, Yeah. there's too much hanging, I'm telling you. Well, I was going to ask, Cliff, Yeah. what do you wear underneath the skirt? Concrete underwear. <laughs> I'm a little baffled by it now. I'm but, not used to such things. About what to wear under a skirt? Yes. You're saying you don't often wear a skirt. Not often, no. But when you do, well, you wear it well, I must say. Well, not that anyone wants to see that. 
although now that those who have seen it have seen it, <laughs> they can't look away. <laughs> They're not really happy about it. They're I knew they around looking be. for their eye bleach. <laughs> yes. By the way, we—that's what—that's what weed's going to wear for the Special Olympics uh, polar plunge. Uh, most of the uh, Facebook uh, commenters on that well, picture. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they're saying. Yes, <laughs> you them's the rules. You got to wear it. Who made that rule? Apparently, <laughs> it's in the rules somewhere. <laughs> I keep reading that, but from our friends that are posting, them's the rules. I, that's what they <laughs> say. But nobody showed me the book. That's right. Should I? Do you think we would get more donations for our jocksicles? Uh, polar plunge team if i also posted that picture on our uh, website weedandcliff.com because you can link there as well to uh, make a donation to our team i think it would be better if you had the outfit on <laughs> no no i don't think so i think you got the legs for it cliff well i'll probably have the legs for it but no yeah you don't like to wear dresses that have been worn that's right much. i don't Is like to wear <laughs> <laughs> Once that seal's been broken, you're pretty yeah, well I'm pretty out well of that. Yeah. All right. Cliff, this is awesome. She's 98 years old. Yeah. 98. Lives yeah. in Pennsylvania. Okay. And she's still a Girl Scout. <laughs> really? Yes. Still a Girl Scout. She has been in That's the cool. Girl Scouts since the 1930s. And yes, she's out selling Girl she's Scout selling cookies. cookies. <laughs> she did it. Yes, she did. And you got to ask the question, Cliff, yeah. how old are these thin mints anyway? <laughs> how old are these things? We, this Massachusetts woman, had a first date like no other. That unidentified woman agreed to go out with Christopher Castillo after finding him via an online dating service. The first red flag, looking back, should have been that she had to pick him up at his mom and dad's house. Second, probably would have been when dude was hitting an open bottle of wine while he was sitting in the passenger seat as she drove. The fact that Castillo wasn't the man for her came a few moments later when he asked his date to pull into the parking lot of a bank. She thought he just needed money for the evening, and that might have been the case, but when he came back out of the bank, he was sweating, wearing sunglasses and a hat, and was carrying a gun and $1,000 in cash. Yes, the guy brought his date on a bank robbery and made her the getaway driver. But she pulled over and got away from the vehicle s safely. As soon as she saw the cops behind them, Castillo now going to prison for five years. And you think <laughs> you've had bad dates before in <laughs> your <right>. life? <laughs> I bet no one listening could top that right there, Cliff. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's see who our contestant right. is. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Jessica Sherman. Jessica, where are you from? Oakland City. Okay. Well, Jessica, you know what we're doing, right? I think so. I caught, All I heard was to listen for this song. So oh, I okay. Well, what we're going to do, this is for a $50 gift certificate to Simply oh Bliss Massage okay. here in town. Okay. You ever had a massage, Jessica? Um, I've had one. And your experience? So I'm excited. Yeah, I've only had one in my whole life, so okay. this is awesome. All right. Well, well I hope you win. I'm going to give you three <laughs> statements, Jessica, yeah. and you're going to say yes if it's true or BS if I just made it up, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. Listen carefully. In the 1800s, people would send penny dreadfuls to unwanted suitors. Basically, there were insults and rejections of unwanted admirers. 
Yes, I think that's true. That is true. True. Well done. You're two Yay. away from being massaged. <laughs> okay. Number two. The High Court of Love was established in Paris, France in 1400. Yes, that's true. Wow, you're well two done. for two. And I thought this was going to be hard. <laughs> All right, Jessica, we're yeah. down to the final one. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. All righty. Traditionally, young girls in the United States believe they could tell what type of guy they would marry depending on the type of bird they first saw on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and seeing a woodpecker meant they would never marry at all. That's some BS. Oh, you were so close no, to being massaged because true. that is true. <laughs> that's true? That is true, yes. Why, I don't know, but that is actually true. I am so sorry, Jessica. You did not make it, okay? Okay, that's All right. okay. All right. Well, you have a great Valentine's Day anyway, okay? Thank you. You You're, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's bizarre. That is I mean, really sometimes bizarre. Sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction, yes. and I believe this is one of those instances. Yes. If they saw a woodpecker, it meant they were never going to get married. And that's true. I don't know why. Why would they equate a woodpecker with not getting married? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's a usual Valentine's Day for me, disappointing a young lady already <laughs> off the bat. Jessica was yep. a loser this morning. She was so very close to winning. <sighs> she was that close to winning yeah. a $50 gift certificate mm -hmm. to Simply Bliss Massage. So I'm sorry uh, I disappointed uh, you on Valentine's uh, Day, too. So he's two for two on disappointing women on Valentine's Day. So, That's not good. I know, I know. Well, that and is... And it's the day is still young. Yeah, yeah, I've got plenty of time to disappoint a lot of people. Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. In ancient Egypt, yes. wedding ceremonies were only for those people who were rich. Okay. For all the other couples, yeah. they were automatically considered married once the bride or the girl yeah. moved her stuff into the guy's home. <laughs> there was no ceremony. No ceremony. There was no license or anything like that. She just moved her stuff in. Yes. Congratulations, we're married. Yeah. I want you to imagine that, Cliff. Yeah. Here you are, a guy, yeah. minding your own business in ancient Egypt. <laughs> yes. You get up, you wash your face, pack you a light lunch for an entire long day of pounding limestone. That's right. You're out working on, uh, I don't know, some somebody's burial tomb or something. Yes. You got paid to do, this is your job, is to chip limestone. And then when you yeah. return home, you have a roommate. <laughs> and she says, congratulations, honey, we're married. Yes, because I'm not so sure they had doors that locked. I don't believe they did. Everything I've ever seen on TV... Yeah. It was just beads hanging down. That was right. So uh, some some dude goes off to work. Woman moves into his hut while he's working, and he comes home to find himself married. Yes. <laughs> Which probably, Cliff, and I don't know, Yeah. but that probably started what happened in England with the moat and the drawbridge. I was going to say. <laughs> you know, the, these were the common folks of Egypt, right? Yes. And that's why those archaeologists... Still trying to figure out how to get the hell in those pyramids. Yes. You got in my house, you're not getting in my pyramid. Well, quite a bit of that was true. Some of it, though. We may have stretched. We may have stretched. I read this morning, Cliff, when I got to work, that yes. Hallmark cards, they make, just for Valentine's, mm -hmm. 1,260 different cards for Valentine's. 
And then when I first read that, I thought, that seems like an awful lot. But then you get to mm-hmm. thinking about it. Yeah. A lot of people have different lifestyles that they mm-hmm. need a card for. Yeah. There's all kinds of different occupations that you want to, you know, focus right. in on right. somebody. Absolutely. I mean, like, pick a occupation, Cliff. Just <laughs> off the top of your head, pick one. For a Valentine's Day card? Yeah. Proctologist. <laughs> pick another one off the top of your head, Cliff. I don't want to pick another one. Don't. I want to pick a proctologist. Why are you picking a proctologist of all the I jobs? Wanna, I want to see if we could come up with a Hallmark card for Valentine's Day for a proctologist. <laughs> or if not directly for a proctologist, something to do with a proctologist. How about this? Okay. Who would have known not even an astrologist? That I'd marry my proctologist. <laughs> Not me. I'm just making that up. Yeah, I'm just making right. that up. You're writing for Hallmark. <laughs> yep, I can see it. Cliff, anything said today? Yes. Okay. Phrases of the day, start with number three. Roses are red, violets are blue. If you look like weed, I'll avoid you. Okay, all right. <laughs> Which I should have done right off the bat when I had to take that picture of you in a skirt. <laughs> But at least I found out I'm an 812 in women's and dresses. This is true. Right. So I'll know in the yeah. future. Number two. Does anybody ever really schedule diarrhea? <laughs> On Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, it just goes with the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. <laughs> We're kind of continuing our trend. Disappointing women on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we got three this morning, Glyph. I think you're right. Yes. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.